Episode six of the Compound Podcast coming to you live from the Compound. Thank you for everybody that has rated, reviewed, subscribed, unsubscribed. We need more. more. We need more. I need more broken fingers. We need you to tell all of your friends, all of your family, even people you don't like. I don't care. Tell them about the Compound. We're going to start today with best and worst, as always. We're going to give you the MVP. We have John Lester and Mike Napoli joining the podcast, which was wonderful. Um, and then we have we have a, a little fan question and screen time, and that's going to be it. Hey, we uh, we talked to Lester. Yeah, we did. We finally, uh, <laughs> for the first times in our lives, me and Zach spoke to John Lester. It was a special moment. Um, got over that fear. And uh, next time uh, we'll do it in person. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait and see. We'll see how that goes. We'll play it by ear. But Zach, let's start with you and your best and worst, or worst and best. Sorry, uh, worst was easily my tennis performance I put on today. It was a joke. It was honestly laughable. You came back, though, later. Yeah, but it was just laughable. Um, what was your best? Best was the dinner yeah, that I got made. worst. That's true. Let's grow up. The best was the dinner I got made from Dakota. Brunch for dinner. Do what I can for you there. Yeah. It's Cub. Nico? Uh, the worst part of my day, I was on the phone with my mom outside. Shouts out, mom. And I hear a thud behind me. And I turn around, and there is a hawk on top of a smaller bird. Right next to our back door, and it flies away with the bird in its talons, and that was just a traumatic thing to see. And That's there's terrifying. Still a huge mark by our back door. Nature's so, beautiful, though. I do love nature, but that was a, a close call, and I witnessed a murder. So that is tough. That was a down point. <laughs> witnessed a murder. The high point. Um, Dakota got some new pants today, and wow. he just he looks great in them, and you can just see he's kind of glowing with that that new swag new swag confidence. So wow. He's feeling himself, and it's it's nice to see. You live every day with these people, and you notice little things like that. Over we have, time, also, so. we haven't worn, worn nice clothes in over a month. Except, yeah, true. I've worn some. I've worn jeans a few times. Uh, nice, nice clothes. I don't know about that one, Jim. Mugsy jeans, no free ads. Anyways, Dakota, what'd you like? Um, the worst part of my day today would have to be the first game I had to watch Ian play in the show Players Tournament. The guy lost 18 to 1 to Blake Snell. It was absurd. It was the worst performance I've ever seen in Wrigley. In three innings. Three innings, 18 to 1. He was down 8 nothing before he even got to hit. In my defense, there's no defense. I didn't have the pitch trail on, so I didn't know where I was throwing it. So I was throwing everything down the middle. But he he dominated me. And it's tough. That was opening day for the home fans. So it was tough for opening day to be an 18 to 1 loss. But we, we came back. That's tough. Uh, the best part of my day today was we had our first ever compound workout. It was the first time ever all four of us were out there yeah. at the same time to Very work true. out. And we all just kind of got after it together. So I enjoyed that. Yeah. My worst part of the day was setting up a Twitch account. No free ads, Twitch. <laughs> okay, first That was – I was on the, the computer this morning 
before everybody was up trying to figure out how to do that. And I was just, I wanted to bash my head against the computer. I'm, I now feel old because I'm technology has surpassed me. I can't do it. Ian, this is not the I'm first time this has happened. But I'm going to put it simply. You could have just waited till I woke up at 6 a.m. this morning, not 11, <laughs> 6. I was up early, not 11. Um, <laughs> and I would have helped you because what did I do the rest of the day? I set up your stream. I tweeted out your stream uh, for you. And basically got y'all set up. So you did. I I just know that I'm going to be the old man screaming at the clouds who like can't even turn on the television. I have right. accepted that by now. That's all right. Um, so that was, that tick, was TikTok uh, next. Yeah, t- yeah, yeah, that's no free ads. TikTok, no, no free ads. Far it. beyond my capacities. Uh, but my best part of the day was after the terrible, terrible start uh, was going three and zero after that. Figuring out the pitch trail, getting people out, in the, playing in the some player, good D. In the show tournament. In the show tournament. Okay. And, and tournament. 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 Thank you. And Jason Hayward robbing a home run. At Yankee at Stadium. At Yankee Stadium. Huge. It's all Abs- right. Absolutely huge. Little uh, World Series preview, if you will. The MVP of the day. I'm giving it to Dakota. Of course. <sighs> it's Well-deserved. Well For multiple reasons. I mean, he helped me a lot today, personally. But it's not about that. It's about the fact that when Zach had to go make a late grocery run for us, Dakota stepped up, made his dinner, had it delivered on the table. Zach took a little bit longer than we thought it was going to take. So Dakota heated it up right before he came in the door. Super pro move. MVP, I think that's three out of six for you. Yeah, it is. Um, I feel pretty good about that. Uh, it's it's special for me every time, you know, and I just try to continue uh, every day to help you guys any we, way I can. We, we appreciate you. Uh, like I said, we have John Lester and Mike Napoli who are going to join the podcast. So have two a Two World Series champions. Yeah, two World Series champions, two great guys, and uh, we'll be back with the fan question after the interview. Enjoy. We got Mike Napoli and John Lester. Thanks for joining us in this quarantine time, guys. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, thanks. What do you guys keeping me busy? John, you're in Atlanta. Nap, you're in Fort Lauderdale, correct? That's correct. What are you guys doing in this time? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Missing. Yeah, missing. I, I've turned. I've turned into a uh, substitute homeschool teacher. Is what I'm, I'm doing. <laughs> How? I got a good routine going. What What do you got? I go and drive to the drive through coffee, get some coffee in the morning, come back, feed the dogs, uh, work out with Rizzo. We get a good hour, hour and a half of training in together. At least you're keeping him honest through his workout routine. Oh, no, yeah. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's doing good. And then I go out and I I, uh, I tan. I will have the best tan coming back in camp. Ask <laughs> John Lester about that. He knows about that. Oh, yeah. And then, I barbecue lunch and then we cook dinner and then we go on an hour and a half bike ride every day. That is wonderful. Wow. John, solid solid day's work. John, do you feel like uh, teachers should be paid a million dollars a year now? Oh, they should be making more money than any of us uh, combined. (laughs) Just for the simple fact of dealing with kids every single day, not even the school part, just dealing with them and and their mental breakdowns. (laughs) (laughs) And you have, you have three running around. Yeah, I got three, but I got I got two that well, one that has to do this stuff every day. The other one is just more like watching videos, and you just got to corral them long enough to watch these things and kind of sit there. But like Hudson's in there right now taking a math test, and it's it's not going well. 
<laughs> if you took me back to like elementary school math, that would be an absolute grind. I heard they, I heard they teach it different. Yeah, it's all different. Like the when he started adding and stuff, man, it's like, uh, it's not even normal. It's not adding two plus two. It's like let's add one plus one, and then throw a two in there. It's like, wait a second, why, why are we, why are we adding another number? Why don't we just go two plus two? Like, Start with the no, this is, yeah, no, we're uh, we're gonna teach it this way. I'm like, perfect. That sounds great. They're uh, doing they're doing time right now, which is uh, it's kind of a bit of a grind for them. Oh god, on the six the sixty second clock it doesn't make any sense. It's not logical. No, it doesn't. it doesn't. So so we were we were just asking Nat before you got on about the about the thirteen World Series team. Yeah, I need I need to know how you guys made shirts like right before the all-star break saying you were going to win it. Like that's insane. Bro. It, it, it really, I mean, it started in spring training. I mean, uh, who was it? I think it was Johnny Knapp. It might've been you that somebody asked him about the season, you know, how would they expect the season or whatever? And he's like, Oh, just, you know, pick out your boat or pick out your, uh, your duck boat. And we're like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, just pick out which one you want to ride on. Cause that's what we're going to do at the end of the season. Like, okay. That's cool. You know, everybody kind of just brushed it off. And then as we got going, man, it was just like, yeah, we're going to win it. And everybody walked around the clubhouse talking about it every single day. And it just was an attitude that when we rolled into whatever city it was, we were going to kick your butt and move on to the next one. And, and uh, you know, it was just basically one game closer to the World Series is kind of how everybody put it. I think, well, in spring training, I remember having the conversation – Obviously, Gomes is in this, and you know we were talking about let's grow our uh, playoff beards now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, we you know it all ended up being the you know the bearded bunch or you know, band of bearded brothers or whatever. But in all honesty, we literally talked about that in spring training, and we we're like, we're we're just going to grow our, our playoff beards now, and you know, win a championship, but. I mean, I remember All-Star break, I think Brez actually brought it up about making a shirt. You know, we put a duck boat on the back of it. We had a couple stains. It was, uh, was it three lines? We, we were putting, we had Poppy yeah. putting lines in everyone's head. And then we had, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about two chains, you know, and then uh, one goal. And that's what the saying on our shirt. And we, we made it in the All-Star break knowing that, you know, we just had to hit play and we were going to win a World Series. Yeah, the the cast of characters you guys had was incredible. And I remember, John, you telling me uh, the story about how you would go around, the guys would go around the clubhouse and say the story's already written. You just have to walk out there and play. And I thought, like, that attitude was absolutely incredible. Was that Gomes? Yeah, I think that was Nap and Gomes. Um, But, yeah, I mean, he would would always say, he's like, the, the, the story's already been written. All we have to do is just, push play and it'll, and it'll take care of itself. Like quit, quit stressing about right now. You know, it's already, it's already done. We just have to go through it day by day and get there and then just live it. And it dude, like that team just made you relax and take away the worry of the everyday grind. It was so much fun. And the attitudes that everybody had every day were, were just come in and play, man. Like, and just, and we're going to win. I think we were we were so heavy veteran that like you know we were established we you know we all made some coin we we just wanted to like 
win. That's all we cared about. So anything we did, we did we did together. And, uh, you know, I think that's what made it fun coming to the park every day because we were just trying to see what would happen that day in the clubhouse or something funny or whatever. We knew we were going to go out there and kick someone's ass. So, I mean, it's just that whole team of being so heavy veteran, I think just the, the goal of, you know, winning a championship. Nobody was worried about, you know, establishing themselves or, you know, what they had to do. So, I mean, it, it made it a lot more fun too. Now, I got to I got to talk to Gomes uh, at, at Lack's retirement party a couple years ago. And the stories that he would tell about you two um, and, like, sitting in the cage, like, talking about homers. Like, if I don't talk about homers, how the fuck am I going to hit them? Like, that was incredible. I need you to tell a little bit about your relationship with Gomes. Uh, I mean, we're two of the same people. I mean, we just, I don't know, we click so well. I mean... And you guys lived together on the road, right? Well, we had to because I thought I was going to die every night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is not a joke. You know, I literally would – I would tell our travel secretary to literally get us connecting rooms because I thought I was going to die in my sleep because I had, I had the worst sleep apnea possible. Like, literally, I would wake up and couldn't breathe for – 20 times a night. So I, I literally thought I was going to die in my sleep. So he had to literally sleep with the, the middle door open because I was afraid. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> would he, would he like come check on you when you woke up? Like, uh, I mean, we, we probably had a couple uh night sodas, you know, but yeah, he, I mean, he would listen for me. There'd be times where I'd literally be snoring so loud. He'd be like, yo, I thought you were going to die. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we had that bond, man. He, you know, we would take care of each other. It's a, it's a, it was easy to do. You know, we just, I don't know. I always, after he told me that story about, about the, uh, like, I have to think about hitting homers. I carried that on because I was like, that is the attitude that you need. You should have to always be talking positively. And I think that's one thing that you've brought to our clubhouse so far is like that positive reinforcement and never, never doubting yourself. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, this game is so negative and I think a lot of things we do are, are just not going to work out. So, I mean. I think coming to the field every day with a positive attitude and not harping on the good or bad. So you guys had that, that 2013 team, and we were watching – you guys might think we're idiots, but we were watching Game 7 replay the other night, and the you guys had two at-bats against each other, and Rossi was catching. And I was just thinking, like, how many times in the history of the game have three dudes playing for completely different teams after winning a World Series right before – faced each other like was that weird for you guys was that I was like holy shit I can't believe that they actually faced each other I didn't really like it to be honest uh <laughs> it's like man I want them to do so good but then I can't have them do good because I have to win you know it was like it was just it was just a weird feeling you know I didn't I don't know I didn't really like it but it is what it is you know I, I mean I guess I can look at it at hey you know we didn't win but I guess my couple of my boys got a ring out of it so I mean uh it was just weird. It was a weird thing for me. John, yeah. do you remember how those at-bats went? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually do because uh, going into that series, I'm like, damn, I got to face Nap, and this dude usually owns me. And I just hope he, if he comes up, there's nobody on because it will just be a solo homer instead of a two- or three-run <laughs> homer. So, um, But I actually did, actually did all right against him in that, in that series uh, for a change. He did. So. Uh, from both of you, do you think uh, that last at bat in Game Seven, you got that out nap, or uh, was that on the black? <laughs> I got uh, it on the black. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's a little out there. 
but <laughs> <laughs> he's earned that little out there. So yeah, I can live with it. Yeah. Was, was Rossi talking to you at all? Like, no, I think we were pretty, uh, pretty professional, you know, though, I love you. Good luck. But I mean, it was, we, we, we stayed pretty professional because we knew, you know, what was at stake, but yeah. And that, I mean, in that situation, yeah. So, John, obviously in 2013, you guys, like you guys said, you had the mentality you guys were going to win from the start. Was there kind of any of that in 2016? Like, obviously you guys were a really good team. You went to the NLCS the year before, or were you kind of just running with it? I think to go on Nap's point, it was almost the reversal. It was we were so young guy oriented that you had to kind of talk about it a little bit. So, we talked about it, you know, guys would ask questions to, to other, to other guys. And I think 15 really helped kind of put everybody in that mindset of, okay, this is what it's like. This is what we have to do. And then once we, once we lost in 15, it was almost like, okay, we got this. Like we know what to expect now. We know what we're going to do. And then, then it just came down to playing better than the other guys. And we did that. And I think just the confidence was so high going into, you know, once I felt like too, once, once we got past the NLCS, it was like, okay, we're good. And then, then the world series, then the Indians come out and play well. And then now we're down three to one. It's kind of like, Oh shit. And like, what do we do now? Um, and then we just got, we got on a good run right there. And you know, I'm a big believer, man. It's not always the best team that wins. It's the hottest team. And definitely we got, we got hot, like we we played from game from game five on. We played so well, and um, we just you know we got a little lucky at the end there in game seven with the rain delay. I think if that rain delay doesn't happen, we might not win because the momentum was all on their side. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a crazy feeling. I was like when that when he hit that home run, I was like, man, the Cubs are really are cursed. I'm like, <laughs> I really thought like I'm like, oh my god, we're we're going to win this thing because they are really cursed. I swear to God, I was saying, I think I was saying it to our hitting coach. I'm like, oh, yo, this ain't right. Like, that, how did that happen? You know, like the, the Cubs are cursed, man. We're going to win this for sure. But then that rain delay came and it was like. And then, Nap, you know, you guys being up 3-1 and then going into game seven, were you kind of just like, all right, what the fuck's going on? Or, I mean, obviously that's, that's sports, but. Um, I felt really good going into game six. But I also felt like we had to win game six. You know, you, d- you don't want to go to a game seven. It's just I mean, – Right, regardless of anything. You know, right. and, you know, I felt good going into it. But then once they took game six, you know, going to game seven was like, oh, shit, time to buckle it up. You know, like what – you don't you don't know what to expect. You know, it's just a, anything can happen. You know, Dexter comes up there, hits the freaking leadoff homer, and it's momentum automatic, you know. So it's just right. it's crazy going into a game seven. John, a lot, we've talked a lot about the Cubs and the Red Sox, but I grew up in Oakland. I'm an A's fan. Is it I'm safe sorry. to say you're wearing the yellow and gold into the hall? <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I I try to forget those two months of. of my- <laughs> uh, no, man, it was good. I, I I I shouldn't say I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the guys out there. They, it was a really cool team. Um, a lot of personalities and. You know, obviously we came up, came up a little short there, but um, no, man, it was cool. It was cool out there. I mean, like I said, the, the team, the, the the guys that were there were, it was an awesome bunch of guys that, um, you know, I'll definitely remember for a long time that I got to play with. So 
Yeah, that was probably the only cool part about it. <laughs> really, really wonderful accommodations there. And when you very, came to the cup, yeah, very like- good. Um, you have the uh, the septic or the sewer, or whatever, is backing up in the shower. That's oh. always a that's always good for after a game. And then you know, no hot water. Um, what else was there? You had to double up uh, lockers at the end there. Oh that was that was before September. That's um, a true story. Yeah, it's, it's it's so. I mean, it's it's just not. They need a new. They need a whole lot of new stuff out there. Yeah, bug bugs in the spread. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Come in and have a all the about thirteen, fifteen flies on your watermelon you're trying to eat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you get a it sounds like you guys are in low A again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back back to Augusta, the Sally League right there. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't sign with them. That just doesn't make any sense. For what, for some reason, I didn't get a call from him. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we got we got some pretty good fan questions for you guys. So we uh, we put it out on Twitter. We had a couple fan questions. So first fan question, John. Mm-hmm. This is from Corey Friedman at CF Cubs related. Repeat. Uh, he's a repeat guest on the show. Big fan. Uh, <laughs> He said, all three of your career home runs have been oppo shots. Do you go to the plate looking to use the whole field or just take what the pitcher gives you? <laughs> uh, it's called uh, close your eyes, uh, have a high leg kick, and swing hard, and then hope you, hopefully you get it. Late. Yeah, yeah, a little, little late, and the wind's blowing that way, so it makes it a little easier. John, uh, do you remember uh, who was on base for your first ever uh, big league home run? Well, it had to be you, right? It was me. It was me. That's a trick question. I think you got your 2,000th strikeout and hit your first home run same game. Yeah, and I couldn't get through five innings with like a 16-2 to two lead. Couldn't get through five innings to get the W on that one. That was that was my rookie year, and probably one of the coolest moments of the year for me was being on base for that because I was like, I've been here for five minutes, and this guy's done so. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> This is second fan question here from Sarah at SL Ween. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she uh, she submitted four questions, but we're just going to go with one. Uh, who would be the second worst teammate to be quarantined with? Uh, I know Rizzo would be the worst. <laughs> is this for me? This is for you, John. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll ask both. Yeah, Nap, you can answer as well. Yeah, go Nap. Let me let me think about this one. Besides Rizzo. The second worst to be, um, like any teammate or in the club yeah. organization. No, you no. can go any teammate all Anybody. time. Oh God, CJ Wilson. Ooh. Ooh, that's going way back. Why's that? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. He just—he's an odd bird, man. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'd have you to go. go I'd have go to go Shane Victorino. Ooh, <laughs> just for the yeah. simple fact that I don't think he'd ever shut up. No, he wouldn't. You're right. <laughs> not oh a, not a bad dude. No, not a bad dude. So don't Great don't take dude. it like a bad dude. But I I, I would need Great some dude, quiet time. Yeah. <laughs> Continuous conversation. They all they also want to know the best teammate to be quarantined with. I'd have to for me like right now just being able to go down to the farm still and and hunt and fish. I'd have to go Woody. Travis Wood. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, my partner in crime, Johnny Gomes, man. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's an easy one. Gotta be. Yeah, if he's saving your life when you sleep, you better pick him. Do you know how many beers we would drink? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Just be bringing kegs home every night. Yeah, I mean, that, there, there's not enough beer. <laughs> All right, this is the last fan question. Is from at these tweets twenty three. Thanks for joining the show. Uh, this is for Nap. Nap, what? products do you use to enhance the health of your beard oh man i use all my girlfriend's products to be honest Ooh. <clears throat> i mean i literally wash it twice a day you know I, I try to condition it as much as possible but i mean a good hair mask go into your chicks whatever try to find a hair mask leave it in for like seven minutes wash it out lays it down Use a lot of oil. <laughs> Massage the skin under your under your beard so it doesn't get all irritated. You got to put a lot of oil. Um, so it's a process. I wake up, I shampoo, condition, I dry it. Then I have this little hair blow dryer kind of comb thing. <laughs> I blow dry it out, put some oil in it. <laughs> I blow dry it again, comb it. Shape it how I want it for the day, and then we're good. I mean, and it is a wonderful beard. Oh yeah, it's exceptional. That's it's glorious. Way too. Colton and I haven't shaved, and we're we're really close to yours. Yeah, we're working there. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> they're gonna come. They're gonna come back with a few chin whiskers. <laughs> I got one more. I got one more question for Nap. Um, I just remember watching the 16 World Series. Where did uh, Party at Napoli start? Oh, it started in Boston. Oh, I was back in Boston. I think it, it came from that because when we, when we won the World Series, I kind of went crazy. <laughs> I, got kind of. I got lost for a month, and I partied with everybody in Boston. <laughs> so I think that's where it came from. Um, Bro, we the only way we knew Nap was alive was we'd see him on TV. Somebody would like take a picture of him or in the damn newspaper or whatever that he was walking <laughs> down damn Boston with his shirt off, holding the damn <laughs> bottle of jack or fireball or whatever you had in your hand we're like okay he's alive he's fine <laughs> boys that, that's all we have for you thanks for thanks for joining the compound yeah thank you guys yeah no problem thanks for having us y'all stay safe see you in a couple months hopefully <laughs> yeah, buddy. that was john lester and mike napoli thanks for joining us guys that was incredible the part about them having shirts made at the all-star break in 13, I can't even fathom having that confidence and, and guys in the clubhouse talking like that. That was – That's incredible to think about. Playoff beards in April. Yeah. <laughs> they Napoli saying they started their playoff beards and uh, spring training is crazy. They literally were expecting it and success came. Right, before we get to the fan question, I want to throw in one thing, and that's that we now have a YouTube channel. We do. We have a YouTube channel. It's under my name, Ian Hap, YouTube. Of course, it's under your name. It's because I put the videos on and check them out. We have one video so far. Uh, more to come, more to come, more to come, more to come, but we'll be, we'll be posting more videos. We're going to try to do some of the video with the audio, the podcast audio. Um, so we're really excited about that. Go check out, I think like subscribe, like subscribe, unsubscribe, Everything. finger breaks. Don't care. Do do, it. I don't use know the if, other finger. If you need to, I don't know if you YouTube, have 10. I don't know right. if YouTube has yep. a username, Most people. but if YouTube does have a username, We'll just type in Ian Hap. It's iHap underscore one, but I think that it's just Ian Hap 
YouTube channel. All right, let's go to this fan question. The fan question is from Jake Kaufman at Jake Kaufman 14. Thanks for joining the podcast, Jake. Appreciate it. My cousin and I always talk about how he could get a hit in a major league game. Do you think a normal 20 to 25-year-old guy could get one hit in the major leagues batting leadoff and playing every game for the entire season? Yes. Yes. I'm close. 100%. I got a hard time believing, what is that, 500 at-bats-ish? 400? Uh, If you play every game, probably 600 at-bats. Yeah. I mean – Wait, did he say that he played? Blind squirrel finds. Said nothing. he leads off and plays every no, 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 single. No, no, no. Does the did man he, have baseball? That's what I missed. Did he play baseball? That, yeah. I don't know. Let's say he fact. played until he was twelve and stopped playing. Oof, that's tough. Twelve. I just like. Have you ever seen fans take BP on the field? Yeah, but they have no bad. Like, I think. Background. I think that if you took the analytics department, watch this guy take BP one time. You put the outfield right behind the infield. Mm-hmm. Anything that gets past the infield is an out at first base. The guy's probably running a 6-2 to first. So even if he does happen to square up you, Darvish, he's probably out still. But that's my thing. I think with as hard as you, Darvish, throws, say by some miracle, he gets a barrel on it, he can hit it over the infield. But 600 at bats. And 600 chances. But the thing is, they still got to put the barrel on which is Because he's not giving you just fastballs either. No. He's going to try to get you out. And, like, there's other athletes that have come out and taken BP with the team. True. Like basketball players or football players. Yeah, Odell is pretty good. And it's, yeah, it's, it's not always pretty. Like guys with super crazy athletic ability, it's not always pretty. So that's my thing is like if the dude's throwing 98 with the hammer, he's got, and the guys, he, it, there's going to be so many pitches out of the zone. He's just going to take hacks at. True. It'll be very hard for can him he, to have the, eye, have the eye. Can he get one hit? Maybe. I say yes. I think Maybe. he can still get one. Can he hit over 050? No. No. No, no, no chance. No. Oh, you're you're get looking at I'm saying ten hits tops and six hundred at bats. I don't know what that comes out to. Hopefully below 050. I don't think they get that high. But I'm saying not double digits. I'm saying they could get one. You could randomly throw a barrel out there and it'll find the ball and it'll get over the outfielders. If like, they're playing that far in. I like Jake Kaufman fourteen. Please send a video in of this person's yeah. swing. <laughs> and then we'll tell you. And then we'll have a little bit more accurate assessment. Yes. I'm right. going I'm going no. You say no? I'm going no. I still say yes. I, I think they'll find one. I agree. You think they'll get one, Zach? I see one in there. I do. Yeah. Just one. One on the number? I'm saying I'm saying four hits. I'm saying four for for six hundred. Four four for six hundred. Four four for six hundred is my official answer. That's pretty good. What's the batting average? Which would be hitting point zero zero six. Zero zero six. That would be. Congrats. Yeah. You're hitting below point zero one. Is what I'm saying. Let's uh let's hit our let's hit our screen times before we tell the people goodbye. Mine has an asterisk next to it. No, there's no such thing. I was on live today. With no Wi-Fi. Stinks. Actually, Sorry. it doesn't even matter if I have Wi-Fi. Let's... Use your laptop. My I don't have a laptop. Thanks for rubbing it in, man. Use your iPad. It doesn't count to your screen time. Ooh. Yeah, I went out there because there's no Wi-Fi out there outside. Use your Wi-Fi in here. If you don't like it, play better. I'll start. My screen time today was two hours and 24 minutes. Nice job, Ian. Pretty good screen time. Nice job, Ian. Pretty good screen Mine time. Mine was 445. Oh, my God. You had a, over a five. I don't want to hear it. When? You had the record. I don't think so. Uh, 
Three hours and five minutes. What was yours, Ian? 224. Ah, 215. Dang it. Hate to see it. Nice try. I appreciate the attempt. Keep Pretty sending close. those screen times, by the way. We yeah. like seeing them. Yeah. I we, like seeing double digits. We've got we've gotten a few people tell us that their screen times are down like 50% after listening to the podcast. We appreciate that. But I do want to see a couple people who are reaching for the stars, who are getting those I want to average see tens. How high can you get in one day? <laughs> like, can I see somebody a 20? Can I see all, a 20? I want a 20. Somebody pulling all day, all-nighter, up 24 hours, phone just on. I if think, I see 20 plus, I'll throw up. I, I think I'd actually physically puke. I the I think the highest we've seen is nineteen, right? Night what? We saw definitely saw we definitely saw an eighteen. Sixteen of sixteen. Eight, 16. But remember the one that had eighteen plus the day before? Ooh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't know the official one on that. The official time that was sent to us was sixteen. Sixteen ish. Sixteen. Absolutely incredible. That's gonna be it for episode six of the compound podcast. We are live from the compound. The compound. Like, subscribe, unsubscribe, like, resubscribe. Unsubscribe, like, like, subscribe, follow, review, review, write something cool, write something nice about my Tweet good looks. Tweet at Apple Podcasts. Yeah, do it all. That's the Compound Podcast coming to you live from oh, the